Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. We're joined today by Christina Etheridge, the founder of leadsandleverage.com. Christina had 20 years and 3,000 deals in the real estate business under her belt when she turned her real estate team over to her family to start her company in 2013. With a college degree in marketing, a long history of retail marketing for her family's store chain, and a passion for lead generation, Christina was constantly in pursuit of the truth about what worked to generate business as the world embraced the new frontier of social media. When she's not helping people leverage their leads, she and her husband Chuck and their four boys can be found traveling around in their RV, participating in the arts, volunteering, and playing the cello. Now, let's welcome Christina to the call as we join our host, Tim Harris. Ah, Christina, welcome to the show. I've been looking forward to our time together, and uh, thank you sincerely for being my co-host. When I read your article on Inman, I knew that we are kindred spirits, so welcome to today's radio show. Thanks so much. It's gonna, um, I'm, so, I'm excited to be here. So let's you and I make a commitment to all the listeners that you and I are going to have no sacred cows. There's going to be no uh, topic that's going to be too sensitive to discuss, and we're going to be as uh, you know point blank and, and uh, honest as we as we can muster. Agreed? Oh yes, <laughs> that is me. Okay. <laughs> all right. So I know you work with Gina, one of our producers, and she and you had come up with some questions. And actually, I like the second uh, topic, the, the first, second question the best. I, you know, having read your article, having uh, you know been to your website, studied your information, uh, one of your key takeaways from the, uh, I think it was a white paper that you wrote, or it was a report that you came out with, at least the article, um, is that many vendors are selling to your ego and not giving you what you actually need to produce results. Now, I that that right there is so true. That's like the truest thing I think I've read online forever. <laughs> So can you talk about that, what you meant by that? Oh, yeah. Wow, that's a lot to, to talk about. But um, really what's happening is, is nobody really knows, nobody really has a solution. What they have are business ideas. So they're throwing out all these ideas, hoping that they'll stick. And we as agents are scrambling at the, these ideas because we have no real strategy and concept of what's actually going to work in our own businesses. So we're hoping somebody else does. But that's somebody else that we're chasing. They don't have a clue either. So. <laughs> oh, but you but very very succinctly said, and and you know it's true because a lot of the people a lot of the people that are coming up with these little whiz bang, you know, ideas they never have sold real estate. They've never mm-hmm. actually had to basically be on the front lines and know what it's like to be agents. And so agents mm-hmm. get into this business, and there's such a high you know, turnover rate in the industry. Agents get into the business, and they, and to, which leads to another great point you make, you know, agents don't really know how to go about deciding whether something's real or not. And so they, they fall mm-hmm. prey to a lot of these gimmicky things. Well, I'll tell you the gimmicky mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> I, I actually don't even know how you're going to answer this, but it seems like the, gimmick, mm-hmm. the gimmicky thing de jour is social networking. What's your opinion on that? Uh, it, um, it is, but it's all kinds of um, – my phrase that I always use is canned crap. It's a canned crap way to uh, use whatever's out there to get 
quote unquote touches, like everybody's a robot and a machine. And yeah, yes, it is the, <laughs> it, it is the, uh, I don't know, vending product du jour. And everybody has a solution for something they don't know how to use. Or everyone has a solution to a problem that doesn't exist. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, that's where a lot of the social networking stuff is. So you said in the Inman article that was published on June 8th, you said shiny objects got you distracted. You know, how to avoid mm-hmm. them. What did you mean by shiny objects? Tell, let the listeners know, like, how do they so, – so let's assume these listeners, they know what a shiny object is, but maybe they don't know whether or not they're the moth that's attracted to it. So how would they know? What's the <laughs> typical profile of an agent that's looking for the shiny objects? We call – you say shiny objects, we call them, you know, agents look for the easy button. It's kind of the same concept. So why mm-hmm. do – describe the type of agent that loves the easy button, the shiny object, and, you know, walk them down how that's a path of, uh, frankly, what seems like the path of least resistance, but it actually produces the worst results. Well, okay, it starts with they're human. Um, we are all attracted, like moths to a flame, uh, to things that we think will, are going to work. But if we back up – we're more attracted to things when we don't understand our strategy, when we don't know who our avatar is. And I know that's a new word and new phrase, but when we don't know who our avatar is and we're not focused on actually serving them, we're, we're told all these different things to do. And so we chase what they're saying are the solutions. So, Hey, you need to lead generate and you need to do this to lead generate. And then, but we don't like this. Um, so we try this, so we try this, and, and I say the word try very, very loosely. We don't actually try anything. I think we want to avoid the work involved, um, and I think that's, it's, it's being human. It's not understanding the strategy. It's not understanding our person, and quite frankly, there's a mindset issue. It, it, it takes work. We got into real estate for freedom, flexibility, and finances, but it's not going to rain on us. We got to work for it. Well, it's it's get, Julie says this, and it's great. You know, focus, follow one course until successful, right? Follow one course until yes. successful. But 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 the thing yes. is, is that most agents don't know what course to follow. So what we get exactly. from our, you know, from our, and I know you experienced this too, is agents that have been following, and you know, been doing a really good job of trying to implement things that will never work. They never worked in the first place, but no one actually has taken the time to tell them or. It's mm-hmm. never worked like they were told or led to believe it'll work. And that's the thing that's frustrating. I know it frustrates you as well because, I mean, honestly, the agents are being lied to. There's just, you know, let's just cut through the BS. That is, in essence, what's <laughs> going on. And, and you said something else there, which I love. Um, they're not willing to put it into the work. And that goes to what we say is long-term, ever-increasing success goes, comes from doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest mm-hmm. level. And that, that means, crazy. you know, and yeah. you also – and, and the other thing you said, which I loved, was basically it's about being of service. So mm-hmm. how does an agent go from being someone who loves the shiny object to basically someone who has the, you know, I'll call it maturity, but how does someone cross the bridge from being like everybody else just shiny, chasing the shiny objects, you know, basically being uh, fooled by their egos, being fooled by other people's egos? How do they go from being like that to having developing the discipline of great lead follow-up? of learning and, and, and implementing skills, of being able to work every single day consistently, even when they don't feel like it. What do you think emotionally, uh, maybe even spiritually, has to happen for someone to cross that bridge? Well, it really comes down to, I, I, I don't like this phrase, but your why. 
why are you doing it? And yes, I know we all need we need money to live in this world, and we we have families we want to take care of, and blah blah blah. But beyond that, beyond that, if you had the money, why? Why are you doing this? Are you doing this because you have to? Are you doing this because um, you actually want to help people? And I don't want to be so altruistic. I, I mean, on the disc scale, I'm a high D. I like I'm like boom, get it done, pass it on. But I I also have my why, which is people need my help. They need me. Someone out there needs my personality, needs me. So as an agent, that's what I had to focus on. How can I help them, guide this on this guide them on this journey? And so it starts there, and then you have to you have to realize that whether you like it or not, there's work that has to be done and you have to commit to that. You can choose your work. You don't have to do stuff you hate necessarily because there's different ways to lead generate. But you, you've got to commit to it. And if you don't have a why, if you don't have something outside of yourself um, that you're focusing on that's powerful enough to pull you through those days that you just don't want to do it, it's not going to happen. Well, I agree. Conceptually, conceptually, that makes sense. The whole why okay. conversation, though, is sort of like it, there's no end to it, though. That's the problem. So, guys, to, to have a right. – to really define – to take what – and she, she knows this, too. You can tell by the way she was choosing her words. But when you guys are trying to determine what that is, it's usually pretty simple. And Christina said it a second ago, really, at the end of the day. You guys want to have, and all of you got into, real estate to have a sense of financial freedom. In other words, to basically make it so that you you finally felt some sense of autonomy. And the essence of all of us is that strong desire. And where we get screwed up when we get into real estate. I mean, if you were to survey a bunch of people getting their licenses, there would be damn few people that would raise their hand saying, I'm getting into real estate so I could be a superstar, or I'm getting into real estate so you know, I can be puffed up and have my pictures, you know, have people kiss my butt and get a lot of awards, or I'm getting into real estate because of you know, whatever, whatever, because I want to form a team. They get into real estate. People get licenses because they want to create another source of income because they want to create you know, a replacement source of income, because they want to have an entrepreneurial event, though sometimes that's a black hole too. The essence of why people really, in our opinion, the essence of why people really get into uh, being, uh, you know, working for themselves, taking the risk, is because they do want that autonomy. They do want to create some financial freedom, and that's okay. And you doesn't, it really, you know, and it, the, the thought Christina said there, I hope you guys are listening, is that it all comes from the mindset of being of service. The reason that's such a powerful statement that she made was because when you're focused on the other person, it's very difficult for your ego to basically cloud your decision-making, and you keep focused on the other person, and then all of a sudden the ego is taking the back seat to that dominant force. Does that make sense, Christina? Yes, and that also goes with the shiny objects you were talking about earlier. When you're serving that other person, you know what they need. Therefore, you know what you need. So you're not chasing yes. all these other things. So it, it, it brings clarity. It does. You know, it's funny. Uh, when we got into the business a couple decades ago, there really weren't that many ways to go about generating leads. And exactly. I used to I, – for. You know, it was simple, right? You you had to do this, you had to do the other thing. But then all these new agents getting into the business, I honestly feel sorry for them because they are just absolutely bombarded with all these yahoos trying to sell them, you know, buyer leads mostly. I mean, that it would be very confusing to actually say, hey, guess what? For, for you to build a real real estate practice, you're going to have to develop some skill. You're going to have to work on your mindset. And you're going to actually have to put in the effort. I mean, that's not an if that's not an easy match to, to sell to people. I mean, I often Julie t- talk about all the time. If we were to get into the lead selling business, it's so much easy because so many agents want to hit that easy button. So, what are the three? They do. What do you? What do you 
Yeah, they do, right? But what are the three big skill sets, if there are three that come to mind, or, or it could be two or one, whatever comes to mind. What are the biggest things that agents could be working on skill set-wise that would give them the best return on investment of their effort? I know this doesn't sound like a skill set, a skill, but the, the number one thing is, is mindset first. And it, you do have to practice it. You have to build it. So it does become a skill, say, your mindset to stay focused. Um, the other one is – What do you mean by mindset? Text. But um, Christina, drill down on that. Okay, so like Brian Tracy says, um, I can't remember his exact quote, but you said it earlier in the show that it, 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 successful people are the people who do what unsuccessful people don't want to do day in and day out. Yep. And you do it day, day in and day out. So you have to have – the mindset that, yeah, this is what I have to do. I'm not going to find success via another path. I need to do this. Okay, That's let's, the first thing. Let's, let's hover there. Let's hover there because you just okay. said something really freaking critical. You gave clarity on the word mindset, which these guys are confused about. There are a lot of people that basically are you know, selling to agents all these sort of like out in the you know, weird, kind of hard to understand, non-practical, opaque ideas about mindset. You just said – Mindset is about action. You said mindset's about being a service. You said mindset's about mastering skills. Yeah, that's where yeah. mindset comes from. And so many agents, Christina, they try to develop this mindset. I'm reading all these books and working on my mindset. But then they're wondering where their success comes from. It's because the mindset will come with the other three things that she mentioned. Really critical. Sorry for interrupting you. <laughs> no, you're good. That's good. Yeah, I'm, I like how you're like taking my thoughts and making them very clear for me too. That's great. Um, the, second, the second piece, and I, and I use this phrase, protecting your confidence. And mm. by that, it's, it's, it's rooted in your mindset and it's rooted in service, but it's also knowing that the path that you're on is the path that you need to be on. And you're not distracted by those shiny objects, by every conference that you go to and all those sessions that they say, here, put this up on Facebook and you don't like Facebook. Or here, Go do this on all your phone calls. Use this script, and you hate using the phone. And here, go to all these events. And you're like, dude, I'm an introvert. So you can't, and, and then you feel like a failure because you're not doing those things. But guess what? What's happening is you're going to your kids' sporting events, and you're just talking to the people sitting next to you, and you're doing 50 deals a year by doing that. Protect your confidence and stay in that space, whatever that space is. I love that, honestly. And guys, here, think about what you just said. And a lot of those things, those real estate conferences that happen, especially this time of year, uh, how about this? Don't go. I, okay, blast me. <laughs> I realize what I just said. But don't go. I mean, maybe the Inman thing aside, because truthfully, I think that's actually probably the best thing in real estate right now. But other than that, all these other things, guys, they're just going to make you – you're going to go there. You're going you're gonna to have your head screwed on straight. You're going to have the mindset of service, and all of a sudden you're going to go there, and you're going to be just awash with all these egos. And all these egos, their whole point uh -huh. is basically to make themselves look better than you. And you're going to go, even though I'm doing my 50 units a year and I'm making hundreds of thousands of dollars and I've got this time, great lifestyle where I can go to my kid's baseball game, you're going to come back right. and you're going to start ask, yeah, you're going to start saying, I want to do a, get a moving truck or some BS thing like that. Yeah. Guys, <laughs> I love what you said. But it is true. Have clarity. Okay, what would be a third thing? Oh, goodness. I was just, I'm still thinking on that going, oh, you know, I've been telling people not to go to their broker meetings because they're a waste of their time or their franchise. Oh, meetings. totally. I, I totally. But you know what? We, have... we don't even go to the conferences. <laughs> 
But, you, but Christina, uh, a lot of brokers use the radio show for training. So if you happen to be uh, listening to this at your broker's office meeting or training, you need to look over to your office right. manager, your team leader, and you need to know you've got a good one. Okay, the yeah. ones that are basically Sorry. trying to tell you to go to whatever, yeah, whatever snake oil rah-rah salesman's coming to town or you're thinking about flying out to, why? Why are you doing that? What is it that you're hoping to learn? What is, why, are you, you know, why are you attracted to that? You know, those things, I've just seen so many agents who could have otherwise been brilliant, really, really good people, and then they start hanging out and they start breathing that ego-filled air, and then they're mm-hmm. totally screwed up. They might sell more houses, but their life, their life, personal life goes to hell, and they stop actually producing profit, and they stop saving money. For what? Just mm-hmm. so they basically could feel like they were worthy of being on somebody's stage. Guys, it's insanity. It's not the reason you got into real estate, that's for sure. So is there a third thing that comes to mind? Yeah, this is, it's, again, it's mindset, confidence, and consistency. Yes, you sure. have to, you know, consistency over time. I always say that... Um, Consistency beats creativity every single time. It is. You don't need branding. You don't need logos. You don't need fancy signs. um, You don't need a designer website. You need to generate leads, and you need to do that every day. (laughs) However you choose to do it, it has to happen, and it has to happen every day. I knew there was a reason I wanted to have you on the radio show. (laughs) Yes. But, you know, again, it goes back to it, though. They're being told they need to do branding. They're being told they need to be on Snapchat. They're being told they need to have IDEX on their websites. They're being told. Actually, you're being sold, guys. Replace told with sold. (laughs) You're being sold that all this other stuff that you will somehow – you know, here's my – I just love love and I'm saying that sarcastic. All these guys (laughs) that sell these widgets that help you organize all these really crappy buyer leads that you're buying. So now not only are you buying buyer leads, which is insanity, but now you're spending money to run these email campaigns to these buyer leads that will never buy. Or they buy so infrequently, it makes you broke. <laughs> so, Christina, if someone had – someone, our listeners, they always want to know the same thing. Well, you knew you and I were going to put it all on the table, right? I mean, we did have that agreement, didn't we? <laughs> yes. That's right. <laughs> uh, so, uh, well, our listeners – but, Christina, this is the reason the listeners listen, and this is the feedback. They love the fact that they come and they listen, and they know we're not going to BS them, and they know they're going to get genuine information. And to be honest with you, I've had people as interviews on the show before where they start BSing, and our listeners know that that doesn't happen for very long. Uh, so, you know, that's the reason that we have over 100,000 people that consistently listen. All right, so let's drill down. If What are the three, if you can think of three again, I don't want to hang, you know, make you nervous about three, but... Best lead generators. Okay, good. Yeah, I agree. Best uh, three uh, best lead generators. As an actual, like a, I hate to say the word. Like if I were to if I were to take if I if I were to take you and I know you and we're going to talk about you know more about your company and all that in a second. But if I were to take you and say and you and your family and I were to drop you guys in any town USA and you had to sell real estate again (laughs) and you had and you had within ninety days to create let's say. I don't know, 20 transactions, and they all had to be listings. Mm-hmm. How would you do it? <laughs> Facebook. Hands down. Okay. As on Facebook. It's really fast. It's easy. Um, and I know that's, that's what I teach agents, but at the same time, it's the fastest way to target homeowners. It's the least expensive way to target homeowners, and it's the fastest way to build immediate relationships. Of course, you have to go deeper through other means. And why, would, why, would you, what, so why would you go to Facebook? 
looking just fishing in a big pond versus going to the sellers that already had their hands in the air wanting to basically sell their properties? You know, we targeted expireds for years. That was the mainstay of our, our business. However, we did it via direct mail, um, and which was awesome. It worked great. But it, I'm thinking money and leverage and time here. So the, the combined of all of those, the very first place I would go is Facebook because I can target homeowners in a specific community there via a move-up ad, a move-up move sell or move-up buyer ad, sorry. So I would start that layer. Then I would go to the next step. The next step is direct mail to expires because I want to leverage my time. Again, would that work in 90 so my, days, though? Would that oh, work in yes. 90 days? Oh, yes. I wonder. If you do it right. See, oh. most people do. They, <laughs> you wonder, that's how we built our business. Um, they, uh, people start and they'll, they'll, send, they'll go, okay, I'll do a direct mail. So they send one piece out. Again, not consistent, not frequent enough. Or they, maybe they'll send a second piece out. Uh, no, go, go look into your MLS. Go pick the expireds that are six months or more old that haven't relisted. Hit them. Pick the people who tried to list last summer. Haven't relisted. Pick them. That would be. Again. That would be. Yes, that would be the. So here's here's the thing. I asked you a specific question. You have a skill set. You've been in the business for a long time. You know how to pre-qualify. Yeah. You do. You know how to go on listing presentations. You know how to get price reductions. You know how to do all of that. Yeah. But if you had some, if you had some agent that basically was new, that didn't have your skill set or your experience or your team or your or the rest of it, yeah. would you still tell them? And they went and they had to create, let's say, ten transactions in ninety days. You tell them to spend money on Facebook, really? I would. I would huh. because it's the first layer. It's the I know that's a shocker, but that's the first layer of your life. With no skill set, getting right with no skill money. set, with no skill set, no ability to go on a listing presentation, no listing presentation, mm-hmm. no pre-listing pack, none of those things. You tell them to run an ad on Facebook. Yeah, but you know why? Because they're I'm building listening. a relationship. You're you're not running an ad to say, "Hey, let me come into your house right now." You're running an ad to say. Have you thought about buying? I mean, have you thought about moving up? So you're enticing them with something that they desire. They explore more. You start having a conversation with them, usually via email. They come to know, like, and trust you. The sell is easy. The transition. Okay. So they convert before the capture. So what you're basically, what you're referring to, in essence, is the, uh, the for, essentially the center of influence, you know, center of influence type model, but you're taking it sort of digitally and you're targeting more using Facebook. And you're right. Facebook has yes. killer targeting tools. No question about it. Way better than Google. That's absolutely positively for sure. I mean, you can drill down, depending on how robust the people's profiles are, and find their exact information. But, but listeners, I... What she's saying is valid, and there are def- and there are definitely some there are definitely some very useful things you can be doing on Facebook, but I would caution the vast majority of you uh, for doing that first. And she and I are in disagreement. It's fine. She's wrong. She's allowed to be wrong. Perfectly right. But for, as far oh, yeah. as having done, having, sorry, having that be your having that be your having that be your prominent thing, that requires a lot of skill. Which, by the way, her company does, which we'll talk about in a second. But it also requires a lot of. Um, constant, like the easiest way for you guys to get in front of a seller that has to sell is ask yourself, where are the sellers that have to sell in my marketplace? Where are they now? 
And where, you know, and there's, there's so many of them across the country. There's the Liz Pens and there's the notice defaults and there's the, you know, the, obviously the traditional ways of going about, you know, the expires and the for sale by owners and all the rest of it. So when you guys are thinking about building your lead generation spoke, I don't discount what she's saying. It should be a spoke, but where she and I are not in complete harmony is whether it should be your first spoke. I personally don't think it should be your first book. I think it should be the spoke that comes after you've learned how to go after the business yourself and generate your own leads so that it doesn't cost you any money to do that. Because along the way, you're going to develop really killer skill. Again, what she's doing, and I think it's, it is smart, it is a new way of basically expanding your centers of influence and past clients. Christina, you might, you've, I'm sure, come across this. There's been a lot of research that's been done on how people go about making decisions. The traditional way that when someone's thinking about hiring a realtor, the first thing they do is they ask themselves, who do I know that's a real estate agent? Who do I know that's in the, you know, who have I used before? Okay, and so something like, I don't remember the exact numbers, but something like 50, 60% of everyone will use the agent that they've used before. Uh, now, if they don't know an agent, what they'll do then is they'll go to a trusted friend or advisor. They'll go to somebody that they trust, and then that, that takes out a, a, virtually all the rest of the potential uh, leads, and then what it leaves is like 8% of people will respond to an ad. So what she's saying, and it, it, I can't, it, it makes sense, is she's saying basically what you want to do is you want to focus on those first two groups. You want to be the person that they know, love, and trust, or you want to be the person that people uh, will f refer to if they come across someone who wants to buy or sell. And Facebook is a new way of going about doing that in addition to some of the old, you know, the ways that have been proven to work for generations. So it's an it's a overlay of technology that enhances the other things you guys should be doing offline. Are we in agreement on that, Christina? Yes. I, I think it's one of the layers that the reason I say do first, because it takes time to, to build up. And that second group Thank of you. people, where do they go when they ask their friends for information? For referrals. Well, right, exactly. And, and I do agree. Facebook yeah. has become like it used to be this person I knew from the country club or the, you know, maybe it's the mailer that I yeah. get or maybe it's the neighbor. And you're right. People do use Facebook in the same way that they have used those other things in the past. No question about it. So mm -hmm. we are in agreement about that. Well, so listen, listeners, Christine, I want you to talk a little bit about your company because it's a pretty cool idea. Uh, listeners, if you have not done this yet, if you've not filled out the form that's on your mobile device, scroll to the bottom and, and enter in your name, your email address, and your phone number. When you do, we're going to give you those six free books. Those books are digital, Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate, Real Estate Treasure Map, your 12-month lead generation plan. These are not just, you know, chintzy books. These are real honest to God published for sale on Amazon books. We're just going to give those to you guys for free just by completing the form. And when, we, when you do, someone from our team will call you back, answer any questions you have about uh, Real Estate Coaching Essentials. And remember, guys, Real Estate Coaching Essentials is a real coaching program. You get four semi-private coaching calls per month with a coach, and you also get a private call with a coach uh, per month. It's scheduled around your schedule, and the program is only $99 a month uh, when you use the student approval program. Every one of you can get in the program. The lenders, you know, basically are going to approve every single one of you, no matter what your past hit, credit history is or whatever. The goal is so every one of you guys can be learning the right way how to build your real estate business for the long run. So do consider completing that form, and like I said, we'll give you those six free books. Let's talk about your company. What do you do? Well, I teach real estate agents how to capture, convert, and close Facebook, a.k.a. online leads, any leads how to capture, convert, and close. My goal is to really teach agents to understand the strategy and to convert before they capture, which means that the after process is a whole lot easier 
Yeah, I mean, that, that's I like in a it. nutshell what I do. Well, so walk us through it. Walk us through it because okay. there's a lot of confusion about it. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, okay. So one of the – I always say, say to convert before the capture, and that means, you know, we're, we're all kind of chasing that lower-hanging fruit, which was the example of the 8% of the people who are just out there responding to the ads wherever they are. Right. Um, the, the, that they're including the people that call on a sign call that aren't working, anybody, working with anybody. We're all chasing those same people as agents. And that's good. We need to be doing that. At the same time, um, as, as a, a friend of mine in the industry says, we need to kind of back up and go upstream. We need to start helping people on their journey, their entire journey, whether they're going from owning a current home and upsizing because they're expanding a family or they're downsizing or they're buying their first home. That journey spans decades. So we have an entire journey to go through with people. And kind of like um, I always envisioned the insurance agent that we used as a family when I was a kid. He was the guy that, I mean, he was just kind of part of our family. And I know we kind of have this altruistic view of that. Real estate used to be like that. That, that was the agent that we used, and that's what we did, and that's just our agent. Totally. And now it's, it's, not, it's, it's not like that, but that's because the concepts of marketing – the precepts of how we market has changed, um, not for the better. <laughs> it's actually becoming, turning around and coming better now. But we serve, and we can serve a one-to-many just as easily as we can serve one-to-one. Um, so that's really, that's kind of where I'm going. And I really, quite honestly, I, I um, got really sick of seeing agents chasing vendors and chasing shiny objects and not being told the flat-out truth that, Guess what? You got to understand the strategy. You can outsource the task, but you have got to understand the strategy. If you want to be the CEO of your business, no matter, no matter how big or small it is, you have to understand where your business is going and the strategy of what's being used in your business. And what we're doing is we're outsourcing. We're trying to outsource everything and just be real estating, as some people say. I'm too busy real estating. What the heck are you doing? Taking contracts to other agents? I mean, that's stuff you outsource. Um, you know, so you, you said something. Of, I, I love what you said, and it's so true. I mean, agents used to have this sort of special place at the you know virtual dinner table in most of, mm-hmm. most families' homes. And yeah, you're right. I remember that. You know, it wasn't that long ago. Mm-hmm. And there and there is something did change, and I think it changed from inside the industry. To be honest with you, I think there was a big mm-hmm. upswell of a lot of the things we've been talking about. You know, all this goofiness, mm-hmm. but also there was a big upswell of the industry itself being sort of overladen with so much ego. It didn't used to be mm-hmm. like that. It used to be focused. It well, I mean, maybe it's cultural. I'm not really sure, and maybe the industry is just following the, you know, the, the ebbs and flows of the, you know, society as a whole. Who knows? But the reality of mm-hmm. it is, guys, if you look at the most successful agents in the country, you know, even the ones that are, you know, selling just bazillions of houses per year, they do have that one-to-one relationship with their clients. They do, at least the clients, that, they've been able to basically build their businesses around the idea that they are going to have that type of, that type of relationship. That's the, that's the key element and why they're successful. And the thing is, is that what, how do you go about having that relationship where the people want to have that relationship with you? It's because they can sense in you that you're out to help them. You're putting their mm-hmm. needs first, and you have the skill set to actually deliver on what you promise and what they need. When you can deliver those things, that's where the strong mindset comes from. That's where, I mean, you look at Alan Dom in Philadelphia. People don't know who Alan is anymore. He, you know, he doesn't seek publicity, but he's probably one of the wealthiest agents in the nation. You, know, you look at 
I mean, just the, the list of the top producing agents in the country, they're not filling out. They're not wanting to be part of the New York Times list. They're not wanting to be on anybody's mm-hmm. stage. They're, they have mm-hmm. their heads screwed on straight. You don't know them. They're, they're low key. You, you might hear about them occasionally. And then I try to get them on the podcast, and they're like, they shun publicity. They don't want anything to do with it. You know, mm-hmm. they're not writing books. They're not, they don't have blogs. They're just focused on the best needs of their customers. And I'm here to tell you guys, that's the best kind of real estate business to have. Because then ultimately, you're not being pulled in all these different ways by all these hidden hands uh, away from what your core mission is, which is being of service to other people. And you know what? It makes your life more elegant. It's more simplistic. It's more, I don't know, you guys love the word balance. I'm not a big fan of it. I mean, listeners, that's a word that's thrown around all the time (laughs) because I think it's mythical. But the reality of it is, is that you do have a better sense of, of well-being. You know, you do have that better sense of balance that you guys seek. Mm-hmm. So it is, listen to what she and I talked about. You could tell, you know, Christina, she's been in the business for a while. She's seen all the trends come and go. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, Christine, even though I wouldn't prescribe what you said to agents who are wanting it, to basically get out of the gates, I don't argue at all with your concept. It makes perfect sense. So if agents want to get hold of you, how do they do it? Well, they can just pop over to leadsandleverage.com, and I've got a lot over there. <laughs> you do. All it's a great of, site. It's very yes. cool. Yeah. Cool. So Any closing thoughts you have? Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. You know, I, I was laughing when you said balance being a mythical – it's like multitasking. It's a mythical concept. It doesn't really exist. And we beat ourselves no. up because we don't have balance in our lives, and we beat ourselves up because – we can't multitask. And I was like, guys, you don't, you, something's always going to be a little off balance. The key is to make sure you know why and what you're doing and you're intentional and purposeful. That's really my whole point with it. And multitasking, screw it. Just focus. <laughs> totally. Totally. You know, it, I love that you said that. So true. There's been so many studies done on multitasking that it's proven in essence it's literally impossible for you to have equal focus on more than one thing at once. Our brains literally can't do it. <laughs> so multi- yet we brag multitask- we're good at it. Well, I mean, look at real estate, though. Look at all the things that people brag about. Look at all the things that <laughs> just are, have absolutely nothing, with being, nothing to do with being of service, nothing to do with producing a profit, nothing to do with actually ever you know, getting to the point where you have a, some, you know, really good financial health. It has to do with mm-hmm. ego. Guys, listen to the past Real Estate Coaching Radio shows, realestatecoachingradio.com. If there's ever anything we can do for you, please email us directly, tim at timandjulieharris.com or or julie at timandjulieharris.com. And, Christina, I really appreciate you being our co-host today. Guys, go back and listen, or rather read her article on Inman. It was on June the 7th, uh, 2016. Awesome article. Loved it, um, obviously. So go back and uh, read it. And, and start becoming, you know, you had one other point, uh, and maybe I'll it's pro- start being a skeptic, or n- not in the sense that it's stymied yeah. your forward progress, but start using your own head about the decisions you're making about who you decide to do business with. And if it seems mm-hmm. too good to be true, hey, you've heard this before, it is. Right, Christina? It, it is. Yes, I was going to say, probably is. It probably is. Yeah. All right, Christina, I really yes. appreciate you being my co-host today. Thanks, Listeners, we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. Thank you. Have a great day, Christina. Thanks. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.